Hello and welcome back to Policing Matters on PoliceOne.com. I'm your host, Jim Dudley. Today we're meeting with Daryl Cortez, retired police officer for 30 years with the San Jose Police Department and executive director and founder of Shop with a Cop in Silicon Valley, a community engagement program that teams uniformed officers with those in the community to help outfit them with back to school clothes. So Daryl, your website announces Shop with a Cop Foundation of Silicon Valley promotes literacy among children ages five to 12 from under-resourced neighborhoods and children who have suffered a traumatic crisis in their lives. We aim to humanize the person behind the badge so children can see police officers from a positive perspective. That's a very noble statement. Welcome on the show. Well, thank you, Jim. Good morning, and thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here with uh, both of you here. Thank you. Sure. So, I mean, what does this mean um, about your program? What inspired you, and how, how do you choose the officers and the kids who participate? Well, thank you. Uh, during my time with the San Jose Police Department, I worked a myriad of uh, assignments um, throughout my uh, career. And one of my last assignments was working in the school liaison unit, which uh, brought me into uh, local high schools, elementary schools, uh, middle schools, and working with the youth, trying to handle situations before they got out of hand um, uh, in the community and, and just just being a good role model and mentor there in those schools and helping out the administrations where they needed us to be. Um, so towards the end of my, my career, I was looking on the internet and looking at some programs. I said, well, what am I gonna do now uh, post-retirement? And uh, I gotta do something, I just can't stay at home. And I've always been involved in the community, always working in, with other charitable organizations uh, throughout our, our city and beyond and just doing support and, uh, and helping out where I can. So I saw this link with the San Diego Police Department and they had been doing their shop with a cop program for an excess of 20 plus years. And it's very impressive at what they've accomplished over those uh, 20 plus years. And so I said, well, that, that's something that I can do maybe, and I can, I can tweak it a little bit and call us the title us the shop with the cop foundation of Silicon Valley. So that puts us up here in the, in the uh, tech capital of the world, if you will. Yeah. And, and, and so with the other shop with the cops, they just focus on the shopping spree, but we wanted to tweak it a little bit and focus on education with the goal in mind and a, a holistic approach uh, to learning uh, with getting these uh, children involved where the end goal is to go shopping with an officer and during the holidays, the Christmas season. So they have to earn their way and I can get into the program about it if you want and, and describe it more to you. So, and again, we do a lot of other programs, uh, backpack and school supply drive, and given the current climate today with the COVID-19 response, we have been addressing the issue with food insecurity, where we recently uh, donated um, 550 food kits with non-perishable foods that feeds a family of four for one week uh, with uh, at two uh, separate uh, elementary schools here and having the officers involved and the community volunteers. So we're, we've been working a lot during this uh, pandemic crisis. Yeah, that's awesome. So is everything done with a, an officer in uniform? Yes, everything that we do in the assemblies and uh, our presence on the school campuses uh, involve a uniform police officer. Um, so we do a uh, what we do is we have a 12 week reading program 
uh, from students from five elementary schools that are engaged with reading literacy, uh, K through third grade, because as you know, Jim, reading is a foundation for all learning. And uh, now why is that important, Jim? Well, uh, the single best predictor of high, high school graduation rates is third grade reading level. And a child who is not reading at grade level in the third grade is four times likely to graduate than a child who is. A low-income child not reading at grade level is six times less likely to graduate high school than a child who is. So their future is grim. And so uh, we're focused with the reading literacy. We distribute books to students at all these assemblies so they can create their home library. And it's that uh, bringing that officer onto campus to make that connection with the child because uh, a lot of times when we're on these school campuses, it's the first time a child uh, has had an interaction with a police officer. And my feeling is that uh, the first time a child meets an officer should not be in a moment of crisis. And so we wanna put a positive experience here where the officers sit down with the students, talk to them, engage with them, pass out stickers or some other um, item uh, that we purchase uh, from our vendors that have uh, a police officer's character on there or something that represents our, our foundation and the work we're doing. Yeah, awesome, all of it. Um, you know, in today's uh, defund the police uh, rally cry out there, it is great to see a program like this where you have the interactions, it's non-crisis, non-critical. Kids see the police in their uniforms at a, at a young age, they see a positive interaction. And then the, the literacy portion is so valuable. I teach uh, San Francisco State, and I hear so many uh, students uh, echoing the theme of the school-to-prison pipeline, and I don't buy it. I don't buy it because of things you just said, that it's so important to get these kids on track to, to learn to read and pick up the literacy. And if they don't, that's usually why they act up and drop out, and the, you know their 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 future is limited, extremely limited. So it's really nice to see that you're doing that. And I'm wondering, you know, what's the what's the feedback from the officers' involvement right now in in the current times when people are saying, hey, we don't want cops for anything but a violent encounter. We don't want these other types of outreach. Sure. Uh, great. Great uh, questions. Great point. Our work now, given the current climate across this country, is more critical now more than ever. Uh, again, given the current climate across this country, it is no secret that in our profession today, uh, we are not seen by many as the protectors and servants that we really are, and we can complain about it and continue to see this division and this animosity, the, the uh, vitriol uh, that is happening. We can take action to do our part. And even before the pandemic hit, even before the civil unrest, and uh, these uh, incidents involving um, these acts uh, with uh, citizens and police, these interactions, we have been doing our programs uh, for just over 12 years now. So uh, we have been successful in our reading programs. We have taken these children from learning to read to reading to learn. We have been recognized by state, local, and federal elected officials and police chiefs across our county here. Um, they see the value in our work, that we're, it's, it's, it's impactful, it's transformative. Uh, again, our work takes us into these Title I schools, and that means that the uh, majority of those students are living below the poverty level. 
they have 90% uh, of these students receive free or reduced lunches. And so, um, and our work takes us into the uh, economically challenged areas of our city. Uh, so, and if we don't get these children, as you mentioned about being a pipeline to juvenile hall and into the prison system, we have to realize that uh, we're going to pay a price for this if we don't get our children uh, educated. You know, our kids are gonna pay uh, a price for this. Not today, but 15 years from now, we're going to see this effect. And again, we've had much success uh, in this, and we have the officers come into uh, the classrooms and read. We also support because of our our funders that support us. We also have a summer reading camp, and uh, and because of COVID-19, now everything's been shut down. It's really impact our our programs and our art reach. It's really sad. And we're thinking about pivoting here and doing something online, but then again, the problem is that a lot of students don't have digital mm. devices at home. They don't have connection to the internet. So it's really, really put a, a, a detriment to our, our, uh, our outreach programs because we want to be out there. We need to be out there. And so, um, and then getting into this uh, reading program that one of our local judges uh, had a report that uh, uh, these students, uh, a majority of the students in the juvenile justice system are not reading at grade level. And some of them are reading below that in reading and math. Mm -hmm. And so what does that take us that these students will not be able to function um, as uh, productive citizens in our society. And then again, they go right into the prison pipeline, which is, uh, it, we can't continue to arrest ourselves out of, out of crime here. So that's why it's so critical that we have to uh, do what we do when it comes to reading literacy in these schools. And we yeah. want to close the achievement gap also, that the stubborn achievement gap is there. They talk about defunding the police. Well, how come they continue to defund our education system? And how come they spend more money to house an inmate in our pro for profit prison system than spending money per pupil uh, in our school districts. And that, you know, a child's education should not depend and their his or her success should not depend on the zip code they live in. Uh, right. So and we, we see all this and we're in the schools, so we know what's 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 happening here. Yeah, well we used to be in the schools a lot. So back backpedaling yeah. a little bit where you know you, you said you started out as a school resource officer and you know, I've, I've been a big proponent of school resource officers, and I've seen them vilified recently as um, being oppressing in schools. And so in L.A. and Oakland and across the country, you've seen um, when when school districts decide to cut and, and take money back, that they're cutting school resource officer programs. Is that is that something you see a trend or do you think we'll swing back to? needing them back into schools well yeah it's it's uh interesting you 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 bring that up because here in our in our city city of san jose santa clara county two i believe two school districts now have have voted on the school the school boards have voted uh to eliminate the school resource officers on campus and they're not in uniform they're they mostly have a polo shirt and identify them and they have uh you know they have their their uh their safety equipment on, et cetera. Uh, but with everything that's going on right in the world there with the social climate where it is, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a setback for, for officers to be there. I think the schools need that with everything going on in today's world. Uh, it's a stark departure from the push in recent years to increase safety and security measures on campuses following deadly shootings, as you know, Jim, across mm -hmm. this country. Uh, 
that uh, these policies here that the, the school districts want to eliminate officers on campus because they're, they're, they're uh, in their words, they're, they're threatening uh, and students don't have it. But I, I, I claim to differ with their, with their approach on this, and, and it's really sad. Um, these officers, like myself, uh, it's, it's relational-based policing. It's, it's, uh, we work to build those relationships with students and help guide students in the right direction. And sometimes students go towards those officers and they want to uh, approach them and, and show the human side of officers interacting with the students. And then there's a lot of times like myself that if, if we just guide one student to be a productive uh, a citizen, graduate high school, go on to college, you, you, you hear about those success stories with those kids. Say, hey, I made a difference. It might not be all of them, but I made a difference in the life of that one child. He's out of the right. gangs, he's off of drugs, and he's uh, fully employed, and he's, uh, he's, he's been very successful. So um, having police officers on campus, to me, it's very important. Sure. And I think you and I see it similarly, that we see the benefit to the officer as well as the child. And you know, I like the adage of the best army is a volunteer army. And so how do you select officers to get into the program or are they uh, conscripted into the service? Are they forced to, to participate in these giveaways? Yeah, sure. A great, uh, great question. So over the, uh, the 12 years here, we have uh, um, host over 220 children a majority of them come from the uh, are selected from the reading programs because they mm -hmm. have to it's a reward based program once again they have to earn 100 points or more for their reading scores because we we collect the aggregate data on this so we know how they're performing and then we have these assemblies where officers come in to the uh, into the school campus and give out awards and medals and select the, those students that are going to be uh, on to the holiday shopping spree so on uh, the first week of december we uh, have these students. We also pick, pick uh, families that have, um, have had a traumatic experience in their lives with the loss of a parent from domestic violence. Mm. Uh, somebody, uh, the husband is incarcerated and we're helping that. We've, host, we've helped out uh, cancer victims, a uh, 10 year old and another boy who's I think six years old, uh, cancer victims that come and participate with us. And I'm, I'm happy to say that they are, these two, two children I'm speaking about are in remission. So they are thriving okay. today. Uh, and so we have all these students come, all these children and students come to, uh, to this event. The officers are selected because we put out a huge email blast to multiple agencies. Last year was our largest uh, event to date, over 220 special children, over 400 police officers from 24 law enforcement agencies in Northern California that come. They come on their day off. Some of them are on duty. Some of them are in plain clothes. We have uh, federal officers, we have uh, state officers, and we have the uh, local police agencies and a lot of chiefs of police and a lot of the command staff uh, participate in this. And it, it's a win-win for the, for the community. Um, we have a lot of media present and they cover it. And again, given the current climate across this country, uh, this is a feel-good story. And it's about these officers bonding with these children for approximately about six hours. Uh, of that day, we uh, we give them a huge breakfast. It's not just a little uh, box breakfast. It's it's a full on buffet, if you will, uh, where this hotel opens up their ballroom for us on the, on that uh, selected day, and they come out, have the breakfast. We have speeches. We have 
former uh, professional sports uh, celebrities come out, mascots, um, and it's just a it's just a fun-filled day for everybody, and it, it definitely leaves you feeling um, humbled and grateful. And and I think that the officers are impacted more than we impact the children. Really, uh, yeah. they really they really help out and support. And it's not uncommon for an officer to take out his wallet and and pay for some items or a bike or another toy because each child gets receives a hundred and fifty dollar Target gift card from us from the monies we raised throughout the year. Wow! And they go shopping and they just uh, go all over that store, and the, the, the store is taken over by police officers and children. Yeah, yeah, they've been a great supporter. Well, that's a yeah. great feel-good story, and that it's a great program, um, and we need it um, these days. And um, anything you can offer as far as uh, some listeners uh, being interested in starting up a program like this, um, is there a network that you can steer them to? Uh, they can contact me at uh, shopwithacopsv.org or shopwithacopsv.com and leave an email. Uh, uh, you know, I, I started small. We just didn't start with uh, have one event here with 220 children. Yeah. We started really small with, I think, seven children and 10 police officers on our very first event at Target. Uh, we put in all our monies ourselves, and then it went uh, onto the media. And a local businessman who's been very successful in his own right uh, saw the saw the article, reached out to me, and says, "I want to give you seven thousand five hundred dollars to do wow. this again next year." And I was just floored. And unfortunately, this gentleman passed away. We never gave him the recognition that he deserved because he gave us that seed money, which now today uh, has grown. Uh, substantially with donors and corporate funders and grant uh, grant funders as well to have us host, as I mentioned last year, 200 and over 220 special children for this one day event. So uh, we're very pleased and, and uh, may he rest in peace, but uh, he was very, very excited to uh, help us out and impress us. And he was impressed uh, what, uh, what we started. So uh, here we are. So when hopefully, hopefully this pandemic will pass. I hate to cancel this year's event, uh, which does already have the date. We already have the hotel booked, but um, uh, we'll, we'll make it work somehow. And, you know, we're, we're going to do this backpack and school drive actually too, coming up August, uh, August 8th in yeah. the area here. And we're going to do that with uh, following all the safety COVID-19 protocols. Sure. So we're, we're going to be out there doing our things. And, and, but these programs are very important right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think that's awesome uh, that you're doing that, and I'm sure you will figure it out. Uh, you're a resourceful guy. I'm speaking with Daryl Cortez, 30-year veteran from San Jose PD, uh, founder of the Silicon Valley Shop with a Cop. That is more than just the name. So uh, take a look if you get a chance at uh, www.shopwithacopsv.org or .com, and uh, drop Daryl a line if you're interested. And Daryl, it's been so great. Thank you for your 30 years of service. Thanks what you're volunteering your time, uh, your retirement. You should be out with a fishing pole somewhere, but you're, you're <laughs> doing all these things for the kids and, and the cops. It's really a great thing you're doing. No, thank you very much for the privilege of your time. And uh, we're, uh, we're not stopping anything. We're, we're, we're hitting the ground running here. and. Uh, we're making those connections and building those relationships, those positive relationships to show officers in a, in a, uh, 
to humanize the person behind the badge, if you will. Sure. Uh, show the good side of police officers. There's so much negativity in the world today, but uh, our officers, I call them badges of mass compassion, and uh, they really want to help out in everything that we do uh, to make that impact uh, on a young child's life. That's awesome. Hey, thanks so much. And to our listeners, uh, what's happening in your jurisdiction, your agency, on duty, off duty, volunteering at churches, backpacking, rafting, skiing, what are you doing? Coaching Little League. I'm sure you're doing something great out there. So drop us a line at policing matters at police1.com, policing matters at police1.com. I'm your host, Jim Dudley. Thanks for tuning in.